This is a Power 98.7 podcast. Now we're talking. Subscribe to Power 98.7 podcasts in iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. There's more on power987.co.za. Mm. Since you, you actually pushed us there, I want us to flip the script a bit uh, with Modiba and start there. Uh, Modiba thinks uh, we are in the year 2024 and you see that, uh, you know, the issue of Afcon has been on demand. Lucas uh, called us yesterday. He was talking about it as well uh, this morning. He also spoke about it earlier on. We have Edwin also saying that he's not convinced. Maybe let's start, uh, you know, our year uh, with the games of football and go into uh, that particular sporting code this morning as we tend to clarify and position ourselves for what we can expect where this particular tournament that kicks off today is concerned. Good morning, Budiba. Welcome to the show. It's a very good morning to you, Katla and the team behind the scenes as well as the listeners. And thanks for having me on this wonderful morning. I, I can hear everyone is boiling and they are not convinced about the squad and it's compliment to you as well as the team behind the scenes. So, like, yeah, I've, I've heard the, the caller just yeah, now. Edwin, Edwin is, is, is talking about AFCON is not convinced of our strategy going into this particular tournament. Uh, not convinced that this is a squad that will see us through. What, what do you make of these observations, Mutiba? I mean, it's a big one for the boys. Uh, and, and we seem to have concerns coming from Edwin here. Majority of them, uh, they are concerned about our upfront. As you know, upfront, the strikers that have been called. So are uh, those strikers whom, for example, Evidence Mahopa is not a prolific goal scorer, and then you get Sakhalil Pass has been off form at all, and the parade has been impressive. So we look at Lyle Foster, is not here, and then there were uh, speculations that uh, Kanisa Mayo, Ephraim Reynas were just on form, and they are among the top goal scorers in the DSTV Premiership. You can also add in Tsurufatu Mabasa of Moroka Solos, as well as the Bradley Robla of Super Sports United, I thought as well. The coach should have called uh, three of them at least, because those strikers that is called them, so they're not scoring goals. And even when we played against the Rwanda, our last game that we lost of the qualifications, so we're not impressive because... Uh, evidence Mahopa was impressive as well as Sakinele Pasa and goals have not been coming and then you look at our oppositions uh, Mali as well as Tunisia so I did, did do some bit of research I realized that uh, those two countries are free scoring because Mali you look at Mali they scored 15 goals uh, going into the qualifications and then Tunisia they scored uh, 13 goals so which shows that uh, they are they will be tough opponents but if some of them are saying no football doesn't have that for anything is possible but yes I'm not concerned much about the, the, the squad but the, my only concern is up front because in the middle of the park we've got the su- supply for players I had him speaking of uh, Tembas One but for me as you know Tembas One is our current Dr. Kumalo of the national team so the way he's, he's a ball player for me very skillful very difficult to, to take the ball away from him Pesita as well uh, ever had waiting so yeah in the middle of the park we've got players mm-hmm. who are able to do well so but uh, calling also players who have not been playing in their respective Clubs, you look at Tabang Monar and Orlando Pellet hasn't been playing, so I thought the Miguel team should have been called for that position. You look at Volimo, Travelimo, the goalkeeper, second choice goalkeeper, as you know, Ryan Williams is our captain currently, and he's a first choice goalkeeper. Volimo hasn't been playing at Amazon as well, so I thought maybe a goalkeeper of Bruce Voma Kaliba, as he's shown uh, ever since he's been introduced at the Chiefs by Kevin Johnson, should have been uh, uh, sacrificed there. But then his, his decisions will rally behind him and support him. But let's see what will transpire going into next Tuesday in our opening match against Mad.
Yeah, let, let's see what happens. I, I mean, uh, uh, Edwin here talking about uh, players like your Temba Zwani, your uh, Tabang Manari, and just talking about really how then uh, in terms of our strategy, uh, this should have been, or we should have, you know, more or less uh, the coach should have rethink uh, some of these particular uh, players. But uh, this is not something that you're observing here. Most definitely, and you can check Tabang Manari as well, since he hasn't been playing at all under Paris because the mm-hmm. team has been on form. So that's where I thought maybe some of the players like uh, I heard him speaking of Spelen Bosch, players like uh, Sikhen Dooley there. Uh, yes, they've called Jaden Adams at the very same Spelen Bosch. And then you look at Tino uh, Van Royen for me. I think he could have sacrificed Nico Mobi with Tino Van Royen to compete with Kuliso Mudao because Kuliso Mudao has ever been impressive for me. So, and you look at Mamidou Sundowns. I think uh, as I've also had the caller from Lucas there. So he was making a point that uh, some of the players that do have experience as far as Kev Champions League is concerned with Mamidou Sundowns. And let's not forget they've won the African Football League. And then we saw a player of Tepelo Maseko being called to come and honor his cap there at Bafana Bafana. So as the did well, he was top goal scorer during that African Football League. So uh, I think he's opted for more players from Mamidou Sundowns via that experience, the, the likes of Oblomotiva being involved. So I think at the back, yes, definitely Mamidou Sundowns players who the back four will definitely play. Uh, you look at Ronald Williams as well, but uh, I did receive the news midweek that he was that full going into the encounter. But let's see, hopefully, he will pass the, the late fitness test. Mm-hmm. But uh, my own concern is up front. That's why I'm very, very concerned. I thought, uh, uh, what must the Ikram Reynas do for him to satisfy the coach, which Mary's does he has to, to, to have for him to be called to come and honor the East Cap? And then you look at also. Uh, 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 what to call it, Rofa Somabasa, done well in the Kosafa Cup when he played last year uh, in, in, at, the, at, at, at the, they call it Trinity Stadium venue there when he won 2-1 against Botswana in the Kosafa Cup there. So you look at uh, Bradley Rob has got seven goals and Kanye Samayo, they both top goal scorers. And then you come and call players who have been, uh, like Pass hasn't been scoring goals before the first international break that we had where he scored only 10 goals then it was uh, over with him. So even Smokopa, yes, he's got four goals so far, but not enough. I think there's still room for improvement. For me, it's not Mafana Bafana material, I think, from how I observed him. But yeah, that's where the coach made a blunder there. But let's wait and see on Tuesday what will transpire, because we are playing against free scoring sides. Yeah, no, it's a, it's a waiting game, and we'll see how things fare there. Edwin, uh, uh, yeah, Mudiba seems to believe that we uh, really, when you look at it, uh, should work on our strategy and the forward part, uh, not necessarily more or less in any way dismiss the entire team altogether, uh, looking at your observations here. No, it's a
someone to sit with him and talk about how to score. I think for me, it's a good driver. But the problem with him, I think, is in the mind. Yeah. I hope I think the coach likes him because he's tall. Maybe he's at that age. Yeah. But doesn't look like a footballer. But because of his tallness, maybe it's why the coach likes him. But I still maintain the Mikkelfeld, Monare, and Swan. Mm. Ah. But let's hope football does, doesn't have their form. And then at the back, yeah. I'm worried about CDC. CDC is a hard work, but he's erratic. Mm. And he's hopeless on a high balls. He always makes mistakes. If he doesn't miss it, he's going to make a foul. That is my concern. Mm. And then this young man of Sanders, Patrick Mbala, Mbala, I understand him. That. that means he's not going to play the first and second game if he will play. So, the, the, the squad for me has. Mm. We will see. Let's not, yeah. Let's just uh, uh, you know hope for the best uh, and wait and see uh, because you know, the games is on. What they can give you heart palpitations, uh, but uh, we'll wait and see how then the boys would fare. But just wishing them everything of the best uh, because uh, yeah, we need to start the year on that particular high note, especially how then we saw the sporting fraternity carry the year uh, 2023 for us here at home, even giving us a, a public holiday on the 15th of December. So, Umunda, uh, uh, Edwin, thank you very much, brother, for the call. Yeah, sure, sure. Edwin calling us there uh, from Lehonyani. Mudiba, I mean, uh, we have Mali on Tuesday that uh, we'll be squaring off with as we uh, kick off uh, this particular tournament. What do you make of uh, our chances? And are you expecting us to really in any way uh, start on a high in terms of just getting on with that particular momentum going into this tournament? Uh, it's going to be a tough game for me. Uh, if I can take it back to 2002, I remember they were hosting a, a, the very same AFCON where we lost 2-0. I remember uh, Hans Funk was one of our goalkeepers there at their mm-hmm. very own country there. Then this current 2013, uh, 10 years old, 11 years old, one ago there. So we played one all draw, but we lost in the quarterfinals by penalties 3-1. So it's going to be a tough game for me. They are a free scoring side. So I think this is a game for us that will be very, very crucial for us to, to win, at least to reduce the, or ease the pressure going into the next game against the Tunisia. Because for me, I think Namibia will definitely get something against them. Although, if I can take you back to, uh, Orlando Stadium where we played against them in an empty venue. So we played goalless but we were not any talent in terms of creating uh, our chances. As I said, that, uh, I've, watched, uh, I've observed a lot. Hugo uh, Bruce is one coach whom, if he doesn't score one goal, he plays goalless. Uh, if he doesn't score win 2-1, either 1-0 or 1-1 or 0-0. So it's not a high-scoring coach, and you get such opposition's high-scoring teams. So we must just omit uh, mistakes at the back. So if mm-hmm. uh, we can be able to uh, omit that, so we can attempt at least to get it, to get away with a draw. But I so wish as we win this one, so that when we go to the next uh, matches, Tunisia and Namibia, we get something. I think we will need only five points to qualify. But some are saying seven points. But for me, I'll go with five points. But yeah, it's mm-hmm. very important for us to win our first match.
Yeah, and also Lucas saying that uh, in his observations in terms of what has been happening uh, is that uh, we haven't really uh, picked up on the spirit of Avcon and uh, Bafana Bafana saying and urging people to go out there and wear their regalia as much as we saw uh, what happened last year. And this is also uh, something that we spoke about uh, in, in, in last year in one of the, uh, yeah. you know, on one of the shows last year, uh, just our observation around how we're really behind other sporting codes uh, here at home. I think you're taking me back to the game where we played Dynamipia yeah. and also the very thing we saw two years. We played them in uh, empty venues. So that's where it poses some uh, complaints and question marks that uh, fans are having a problem. Some of the fans in fact, some of the fans are having a problem with the rope rules, especially with the utterances that is always made within the media. I think you even once mentioned there's some media training which is very uh, important. Yeah, so something that I thought is making uh, uh, and at the same time uh, contradicting himself, so saying that you know the Chiefs deserve to play for the for Bafana Bafana currently due to the off form uh, poor performances there. But uh, uh, after having said that, he contradicted himself. And then invited Bule Mode, I still remember so well, mm-hmm. to come and honor his fixture there for uh, to cap his uh, for the squad. So that's where I felt some media training uh, is really, really making. But let's see going forward. We're definitely riding behind him. He's the coach and he knows what, he, what he's, he is doing. But I think failure to, to, to do well in this wonderful uh, group stages, I think there will be so many criticisms as to why certain players were not invited, why certain players were dropped. For example, also Bongo Kutosangwani, I was expecting him to, to invite him because he has always called him to come and honor his caps for the country. So, yeah, it's very questionable with Lyle Foster as well. I don't know what's happened there. Jabulo Bloma can also mention him as well, as they, they did say that he, he's got some bit of misunderstanding with the coach. There was a player from Mamelodi Sundowns who went abroad at the start of the season, Kisia Smiley. So, yeah, a lot. There's too many complaints and dissatisfaction. The, the from from the fans, so I thought they are not happy with how the police run things. So, but for him to just uh, silence them, he must just make sure that he qualify as far as the group stages is concerned, so that the team can go through to the knockout stages. Yeah, let's just uh, uh, wait and see how then, uh, you know, his wisdom will be received, especially how uh, you're mentioning even the back, you're worried about the back, uh, something that uh, we saw Edwin also mention around some of the lapses that we go into uh, this particular tournament uh, just under. I'm going to bring in Charles, uh, who's calling us from Pretoria, who also wants to talk about the coach, Hugo Bruce, and Bafana Bafana, our chances there at AFCON. Charles, Good morning. Welcome to the show. Uh, good morning, guys. And compliments for the new season. Yeah, no compliments, man. Welcome. Yes. Uh, Modiba, I like the yes, way you, you, you put it straight and forward, sir. You know what? I'm, um, Katleo, I'm just uh, worried about our coach. Our coach, in the past, when we were losing games and we, when we didn't perform well, he was criticizing South African players a lot and South African uh, Football Association. He's criticizing this. So now, with the type of players that he chose, there's a lot of players that Modiba was mentioning, and I agree with you 100%, that our, uh, our strikers that he chose, I'm not, I'm not convinced. Our midfielders, I'm not convinced, because FCON is an, uh, it's a different tournament. I won't criticize him now, but I can... Bet you now, after this tournament, if he didn't, don't succeed. He won't be Bafana's coach after this tournament. And he will criticize 
uh, our association. I don't know uh, what did they think of leaving players like your Jabula Blom, Mailula, out. And he's criticizing Chiefs players mm. way uh, in and out. And Chiefs wasn't as bad. There's players that deserve collapse in that team of Hugo Bruce. But for me, Hugo Bruce made a big, big blunder. And for me, in the media that I see, he doesn't, he doesn't care about what people think and the way he criticizes our, our fans about Bafana didn't hire 56 fans. They hired him. And now he's coming with that thing. He didn't expect that 56,000 fans to come and criticize him like that. Thank you, guys. But uh, uh, yeah. my only concern is... Yeah. Uh, uh, the fans are no longer going to the stadium. That's uh, as you rightfully said. It's uh, an so indictment. It's something that uh, we, we can't uh, allow to continue, especially when we are now talking about rallying behind the team and supporting and and uh, the line. Exactly. It it doesn't bode well. It doesn't work for yes. the the country. Uh, meaning meaning that we're gonna have a, a, one of those tough years, especially when uh, people have uh, they don't have that much confidence in Bafana Bafana as exactly. much as we we've seen happen over the years. But, uh, can, can I come in as well? There? Yes, uh, I yes, think, yeah, yes, there, were, there, were, there were incentives that were issued out during the week away. Jane Jordan, I saw Jimmy Jordan, and some of the players, Ronald Williams, Pesitao, Tembazwani, he was signing an incentive of $7 million there, which means it's $132 million when he converted to South Africa uh, in terms of them going to win uh, this AFCON. If they are to win AFCON, definitely they will be awarded that amount. But they, if they don't win it at all, they must just forget. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So that what does that tell you? It breaks the moral of the place already. I do, I don't want to say this thing of of money is the issue, but for me also, Atleho, uh, is that um, in the past, yeah. remember he said Tembazwane and Andy Lejali doesn't deserve collapse because of the age. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And now Tembazwane yeah. is the one who's playing now. Mm. And Andy Lejali is still not playing, but he says he's also a human being. He makes mistakes. What does that tell you about this coach? Yeah, no, it, it, yeah, it, it tells you that we not make sure. Uh, yeah. I mean, it, it gives you that kind of sense, and we can't afford that. Uh, can we afford that, Mutiba, going into this all-important uh, you know, tournament, especially looking at what I've mentioned here, our track record? Uh, as you spoke about Andy Lejali, yes, I remember... Uh, the news that I had before is that uh, Andre Jali was playing in Belgium, so they had to meet there. So that's why they're not in good terms with Andre Jali. He's never even invited Andre Jali into the squad. As he spoke about Timba Zwane, like he spoke about contradiction, contradicting himself there. So I think we just need that morale. So hopefully this incentive will definitely boost our confidence because remember with Andre uh, Jali, there were issues that uh, with Banyana Banyana, they were unable to be uh, promised those incentives. So there were lots of criticisms and denial for them to get those particular incentives. But having seen with, uh, what he did this week and what he stated, so hopefully they will do well. So let's pray for that. Uh, let's really pray for yeah. that, Modiba. And yeah, and my only concern also, there's this boy at Stellenbosch, Reynes. Yeah. He's yeah. scoring goals for fun, but what made this coach not to see him? And for me, Mahopa is there for his height, but not <laughs> for his... That's all that he's there for, honestly. Mahopa is not made sure for me. Yeah. But thank you for, the, for your time, guys. It's done well, it's done well for Stalin Bush for me. So 
as I've been, I've been saying it, I, I once said it on Supersport Fendis that uh, I was happy to see them when the prelim squad was uh, announced. So him and Kenny Samai were on the list. So I was also happy for this young player who plays for Polo Kuali City also in Apolis. So hopefully maybe he might get it a debut or first cap for himself. Let's wait and see. But yeah, yeah. L- l- let's wait and see. Charles, yeah. uh, thank, thank you very you. much, man, for the thank call. Thank you very much for the time. So, so Charles calling us right, there Charles. Uh, from uh, Pretoria. Lucas, you're calling us from Centurion. Welcome back. Good morning. Yes, uh, sorry, man, to, 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 to come back uh, mm. so early, man. I want to intervene there because if you look at yeah. the type of the coach we have, Katleho and Mugiwate, you know, some of our coaches were so patient to the players based on the collapse. Remember, there was a time when like Baka, may he so rest in peace. Mm. Mm. He was one of the coaches that I think he was so patient to the players, especially when coming to the collapse. Remember, there was a player called Sean Dundee during the early 90s who was playing in the Bundesliga. Mm. And he was having a dual citizenship, like uh, he was uh, he was having a German citizenship and also a South African citizen, but he was a South African-born player. Mm. He was called several times under Clive Barker, until, but Clive Barker didn't lose, but now we have Hugo Bruce. Hugo Bruce, if he can call you, if you don't respond, he continue with other players. That's what is mm-hmm. happening. Mm-hmm. And based on the fans, remember, we have some, several, some more types of uh, fans. You know, some of the fans, we just hope when the, 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 the national team is, as long as they've qualified, it's mm. enough for us, you know. Some fans, when we qualify, they expect some silverware, you know. Mm. That's mm. what is happening. And the standard of football that we have as we speak now, mm. if we qualify, we must bring in silverware because of the, the type of the, the level of the of football that we have. If you look at PSL, PSL, you can't take it away from the, it's the best league in the, in the continent. True. Then we must we must make sure that we deliver at each and every mm. continental showpiece, like what Vanyana Vanyana did, you know. Mm. But if you look, our how many goalkeepers that are applying their trade in our PSL are going to represent their respective countries? Mm. You talk about Polokwane City goalkeeper, Sikukuni United goalkeeper, University. Yes, they are going to represent their countries out there. Mm. This shows the level of our league. We have a good, good league in the continent. So we must have, we must bring the silver West. We like it or not. And based on selection, remember, if you utilize midfielders that can score goals and create at the same time, obviously there's no need to bring in more all-out strikers. For me, I think Hugo Bruce relies on midfielders to score goals. Yeah, Remember, yeah. Pesita, he's an attacking mm, midfielder mm. and he can score goals, he can create, he can yes. play, you can give him a wing role. And uh, also, Devoro Mukwena. Mukwena, yeah. Yeah, mm. he can score goals, he can create, he can do Devo whatever he can a midfielder is yeah. doing, you know? And mm. also, Tembazwani can do the same. Play, and yeah. for him to call Tavam Monari 
I think he decided, you know what, let me have somebody who can do the dirty job in the middle of the park. Mm. park. And make sure that he would have been invited there. No, Mikel team compared to Monare, I think he's lower than Monare as a Pirates fan. But he, you remember, he didn't play much. But based on the defense, I think the replacement of uh, Mvala, he was supposed to opt for Captain City defender, Codino, mm. who I think uh, he was he performed well recently mm-hmm. based on the results at his club. Remember, they've won six games in a row, if I'm not wrong. Mm. Very right. Somebody can assist me. I think he's very, yeah, very consistent. Very right, yes. Mm. Yes. So how, that's, how do you that's see us then, then doing against Mali on, on Tuesday um, and, and throughout the entire tournament? If, if we are basically talking about the coaches, uh, you know, weaknesses in this particular approach, so w- what would be your expectation here uh, going into these games, uh, Lucas? Look, Mali is a very, very uh, physical team. Yeah. Mm, we're full of energy. And I think if we have creative midfielders that can knock the ball around, I think we can overcome them, you know? Mm. The only team that is going to match us, I think, is Namibia. Because 90%, in fact, 70% of their team, the cream of their players, are playing yeah, in our yeah. country. And if you look at the likes of Shaluli. He's one of the players to watch in that tournament. Because half of their team are playing in Botswana and another half of the team are playing in, 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 our, in our league, PS, which is a PSL and the NFD, you know? Mm. You look at their first choice goalkeeper. Uh, his name is just slipped away from me. He's Not playing for tax. Yes, he's playing for tax. For cheaper, for cheaper United. Is it? Is it not for? There's an, another one who's playing for tax, I think. For tax. Yes, okay, I know. I know. Let's get was playing for cheaper United. Yeah, you might be right. Yeah. Mm. Yes. So I don't know whom they are going to opt for as their first choice okay. goalkeeper, but the current crop of their players are playing around the Kosafa, which is Sadek, you know. Mm. So I think they know the culture, which I think we need. We mustn't uh, undermine Namibia. Can cause a huge, way, huge upset to us. And we played we played a friendly match with them, remember at Orlando Stadium. That the very same yes. was in goals. Yes, yes. So mm. this is the team that mm. will take care of it, you know. Yeah. Just for them not mm. to surprise anyone. I mean Chalulile, based on the performance at the Kev Champions League, is one of the players to watch. Remember the comments yeah. that are coming from both JJ or Kocha based mm. on Sundowns. Yeah, they said yeah. no. South Africa, because of sundowns, it can, it, it can it's one of the favorites to leave the cup, you know? Mm, so, but okay. up to so far, I don't think uh, we must panic based on the selection, you know? Yeah, no, let, let, let's just wait and see. I want us to move, uh, Lucas, and, and I was even Thank telling Redima about about uh, your observation around how we're not, the spirit is not there and we should wear the regalia mm-hmm. in support of the boys here. Yes, true. I mean, if you look at the way in which we have been, I mean, we are fans, we can have differences. But as long as we have qualified, then we must set our differences aside, you know. Mm. Let's make an example with the uh, national teams like France, you know. Mm. If you look at France, for example, there's no one who's bigger than the team. Whenever you play for Real Madrid, you play for whoever. Atletico, but you can't be a big, you can't be bigger than the team. Look at the omission. Yeah, 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 Karim Benzema. 
in the last World Cup. That shows that, you know what, and you look at the class of 1998, Thierry Henry, Zinedine uh, Zidane, Sylvian Riff, they are having a huge influence in terms of the selection of players in that country. You know, and you look at the coach, he played along with, with he was the captain of the 1998 when they lived the World Cup. And when he selected teams, he consulted his former teammates, you know, in order to make sure that he create the balance in terms of race. And you look at how they perform. They are always at the level, you know. And here in South Africa, the 1996 class has been omitted. They are no more influential in terms of the selection. Only Helman Mokelele is out there and he's very quiet. Those that mm. played along him during the 1996, uh, 1996 when he won the, uh, the AF court, they were supposed to come out and say, you know what, we rally behind you because you are the one who represented us mm. as we speak, you know? Yeah, no. So no. you look at, the, for example, the, our media. I mean, our media is not so powerful in terms of influencing the decision, like the selection of players. Go to Brazil now. Brazil, the media, the sports journalists, when they select players for the national team, they are so influential. For now, look, they, 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 they have a serious problem of appointing a head coach or a manager mm. now because of the influence that is there from the media, from the sports journalists. So that we must be, as South Africans, our media must make sure that they, spell, they, they, they come out where they are hiding, you know? In yeah. order to influence the decision, you know. Yeah, no, I I, I love your observation, Mona Lucas, and I have to let you go so we can go through other sporting codes as well. But thank you very much for the call. Thank you very much. I'll keep on listening. Uh, sure, sure, man. Lucas calling right. us there uh, from Centurion Mudiba. Uh, yeah, it's it's going to be a tough one. It's not going to be an easy mm-hmm. ride, uh, but all eyes really will be on uh, South Africa in this particular regard and how then uh, we move, uh, you know, in terms of making <laughs> sure uh, that we navigate our uh, stay there at AFCON all the way to the 11th of uh, February. Uh, who are the teams or which are the teams to look out for? in terms of uh, just those that maybe probably uh, I want to throw it out there now on day one of this particular tournament uh, so that we'll revisit it maybe uh, a couple of days before the tournament ends in terms of those teams, your top four, uh, that you expect to go into the finals. My first top four, I think I'll go with uh, Cote d'Ivoire. I've recruited the whole staff there are two times champions. Yeah. And then I'll also add in Egypt. I'll mm. also add in Bacanaba Ghana. And lastly, uh, uh, Senegal, for me, those four teams, uh, one of them will definitely be the champion. But yeah, I will put it in the away to the day of the final that will be taking place come February. Yeah, let, let, let's wait and see. I mean, uh, Ivory Coast, your Ivory Coast that you mentioned there, uh, they will be in action tomorrow against Guinea-Bissau. And this is where then we'll also get a sense of how determined uh, they are to see it uh, to uh, the end. But uh, yeah, let, let's move Mudiba, uh, but still stay uh, with football and try to get a sense of what came out of uh, the PSL. I mean, we know very well that uh, it was a busy one um, in terms of what has been happening. Uh, but even before we move and, and 
didn't go there. We also saw, uh, just still with AFCON, uh, the SABC securing those rights uh, to broadcast this particular match. Uh, there was a little bit of uh, a tense situation with people mm. not uh, really uh, aware or, or really worried about where they're going to be seeing this particular match. It's, it's a big deal that the public broadcaster would be showcasing these particular games. Most definitely, and if you can check, we're so worried because Supersport came came out and said they won't be able to broadcast all of the mm. matches. So, but I was questioning of the fact that the slogan is the world of champions. So you are the world of champions, but you are unable to broadcast such a massive tournament. Mm. So then SABC came into the picture and then decided that all the 52 matches would be broadcast live. So uh, if I can just add to the listeners that on uh, Wednesday we received the good news that Supersport as well, they finally I came mm. to the matter. Yes, they will definitely uh, broadcast the 52 matches as well. So it's going to be a lovely weekend. I can't wait for also the opening of the ceremony tomorrow mm. ahead of this wonderful massive encounter where the hosts will be playing tomorrow against Guinea-Bissau. It will kick off if the fans can just uh, let the note that and they go and watch that match of the game with some of the fixtures taking place on Sunday. Nigeria against Guinea-Bissau 2 o'clock in the afternoon. Egypt will host Mozambique at 5 o'clock and then Ghana will host Cape de Verde at 8 o'clock. So when I come back, we'll bring the results and look ahead to some of the fixtures that will be taking place in this wonderful round of yeah, no, uh, amazing, amazing, amazing to hear. Uh, so we'll be spoiled for choice, you know, in terms of how uh, we'll be able to just navigate through various of the channels as we watch uh, the games here. Uh, so it will be a lovely January, Mudiba, of action going yeah. into February. Uh, so we, we won't be bored uh, in terms of uh, the games. And, and, and I see as well that there are developments uh, where uh, uh, just news around the PSL is concerned. The DSTV Premiership transfer... Let's talk about that. Uh, there have been news around movements of players where uh, this is concerned. I want us to just uh, more or less do away with football before we move into other sporting codes, also looking at the time. Most definitely, if you can check the transfer window started on the first of this month mm. and going into the month end of January. So we are still anticipating the news. I think we'll definitely hear more news towards the deadline of this wonderful month as the the, 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 the closure the closing date will definitely come to its end. So, but up to so far, we are yet to hear that the only news that I've heard is that the divine Lunga of Mamiru Sundowns will definitely be registered as a local player because he's from Zimbabwe and Mamiru Sundowns don't have money for Rinas in their team. So they want to keep the the, the current player who was playing for Golden Arrows. And then with the other news that came in, we got that, the, remember, before we closed the show towards our end of the year, the Morocco Solos were unable to honor their pictures against the mm-hmm. Sundown, yes. as well as the uh, Golden Arrows CSN. The, the prosecutor, the Josolama Javu, they uh, charged them and uh, he brought them forward and said that uh, he's going to find the club and he found the club guilty and he decided that the Mamelodi Sundowns and the Golden Arrows will definitely be awarded three points, as well as three Goals, which means those two are two losses from Roca Solos. So the, they've also been fined the uh, one million, and and let's see if they will be able to pay that. So it doesn't look good, but they decided that the six hundred thousand rand will be suspended, and then they, they currently they must pay a price of four hundred thousand rand. So I don't know if Roca Solos will be able to pay that because currently they they they, they are under a, a, a serious disaster of uh, financial disaster. So and players have been on strike uh, due to them not being paid. So let's see if uh, the owner, the David Mohasha, will be able to to fix that. They must just fix the house in order mm-hmm. before the resumption of the league because this lengthy break uh, helps him uh, for him to prepare well going into the, the second round of this wonderful uh, DSTV Premiership.
Mm. EPL, uh, just before we move on. EPL, there were some beautiful uh, FA Cup matches that took place. We saw Brentford playing one all draw against Wolves, Fulham winning one nil against Rotterdam there, and then Tottenham Hotspur winning one nil against Burnley, and then we saw Millway uh, losing two three against Leicester, and then Ashland there losing three nil against Newcastle, and then Blackburn Rovers there winning five two against Cambridge, Gillingham uh, losing four nil against Sheffield United. Hull City play one all draw against Birmingham, and then we saw Kings Park uh, Rangers uh, losing 3-2 against uh, Bournemouth, and then Chelsea winning 4-0 against Preston, and then the M Boro they losing 1-0 against Aston Villa, and the Cardiff they losing 4-0 against Sheffield, and then Swansea winning 2-0 against Morecambe there, and then also in some of the results there we saw West Brom winning 4-1 against other short, West Ham winning one playing one all draw against Bristol there, and then Arsenal losing 2-0. Against against Liverpool, and then also many United winning 2-0 against Wigan Athletics. There were so many matches that took place from this wonderful AC Cup just the fifth round. And then the fourth round will take place during the, the course of the next week. So when I come back as well, I'll bring the results of those matches and the EPL matches that will have taken place over this upcoming weekend. So it's going to be interesting. Yeah, no, it's going to be interesting as uh, uh, yeah, indeed. Uh, so we'll wait and see how things fare there at the English Premiership League as well. Uh, for those that really uh, more or less tend to watch uh, these particular games, especially uh, the FA Cup matches and how then things uh, would fare in that particular regard. I want us to move, Mudiba. Uh, you know, we spent so much time this morning on football. <laughs> and, uh, you know, this is what I, I guess our, our listeners want because then we saw... Uh, call us too uh, into that particular uh, slot uh, so we'll uh, jinx things up as we go into the new year uh, so that we give our listeners uh, the best of ourselves uh, where this particular feature is concerned. I want us to move Mudiba into cricket as well and get a sense of really what what really happened uh, there. We know very well that it's January uh, and uh, we know very well that there's uh, the SA uh, 20 round robin results that is kick-started. The 10th of February was the time that we saw uh, things get underway two days in. And let's look ahead as well uh, to the weekend fixtures where uh, these particular games of cricket are concerned. Most definitely, and we saw Sunrisers Eastern Cape, the defending champions, who were supposed to play against the Jobek Super Kings on Thursday. But unfortunately, due to the bad weather, the, the rain, it was raining as the Houting and Tiverden, uh, as well as the Eastern Cape, they, they are really in expectations of high rainfall there. So the game has, was called off, and then uh, it was said that the, to the fans that they need to get their refunds. They must go and visit the ticket pro so that they can be refunded. So I was anticipating that the, the game will be postponed, but it's not the case. So we'll see how the organizers will decide on this one because it is a franchise tournament and then full of uh, payments there. So we saw majority of the cricket players that participated in the uh, World Cup as well as the Test Series uh, and also the T20 Series coming to honor their, 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 their caps for their the respective local clubs. So uh, where even yesterday we saw uh, the Ben Super Giants there playing against the MIT town where they managed to win by 11 runs at the Ben Super Giants uh, after the rain. I think they were just clever here of the fact that the, uh, they allowed the MIT town to, to, to bet first. So unfortunately, because of the obtained 225 per five runs after 20 overs, 
So when they came to bed, the super giants Deben from Deben there. So uh, they were given a target. The DLS method that we once told the listeners last year, the dark web listen method that were in their favor. So they were given a second target. So to obtain 166 runs, but guess what? They obtained 177 runs per six wickets after 16.3 overs, so which helped them to win by 11 uh, uh, runs there. So a player of Henrik Klassen, I think he brought his experience from the, the Proteas there. He's got 85 runs from the five balls and we said it's a very well done to them so I think they still have to play for four more matches and also in the first round as well as the second round so all in all they're supposed to play uh, eight matches so let's see how they'll pan up and in some of the fixtures as you rightfully mentioned yeah. the Pal Royals yes will host the Pretoria Capitals at the Poland Park uh, uh, at nine o'clock yes in the evening today and then tomorrow there's also Jubek Super Kings up against the MI Kipton. I think they didn't need to redeem themselves the MI Kipton. Following that loss against the Super Giants there at the Wanderers Stadium kickoff that, that match is first o'clock. And then on Sunday there's Pretoria Capitals up against Carl Royals at Super Sport Park Centurion, seven o'clock kickoff. So when I come in next week, I'll definitely bring the results. And to also the ones that would have taken midweek on Monday where the Devon Super Giants will host this Drobek Super Teams mm-hmm. at King's Meet as well. On Tuesday as well, the MI Cape Town will host Sunrise Eastern Cape, the defending champions. I think they, they want to do well because the access game did not take place there mm-hmm. at 9 o'clock at the Newlands in Cape Town there. So yeah, it's going to be an interesting week to get this year. And the interesting part again is that the because of those players who are supposed to play for the country, the Red Bull uh, Internationals. So uh, our very own coach, Super Conrad, uh, decided to, to, to call up some of the players who will be playing a uh, two-tower match against New Zealand, where there are some few Alkip players. Seven of them, they were invited into the, 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 the list uh, with Neil Brandt, who will definitely be the captain of the site. Then there's Randy Swart there, the rounder there as well. There's Jusupaya Hamza, Michelle Mpongwana, there's Dane Peterson, Dane Pete, Sean Van Berg, Clyde Fortein, Tepo Moretti, Duan Olifir, Reinhard van Donner, and as well as Kaya Zondo. So from the two players that the FA, we, while we still off a Katlero, uh, we played against the India. So in a two-test mm. tour, and then we won at the first tour there by the two runs, and then also India came in and won by seven wickets. So uh, uh, David Beddingham as well as Kieran Peterson are the only left players who who played, who played in that particular encounter. So they've been invited to come and play against the same uh, New Zealand. So let's see how they'll pan up because they will be departing this country on the 19th to go and play them on the 4th of February as well as the 16th of February. So hopefully, I think those unkept players, they just need to prove to the coach that they are able to represent the country. Hopefully, because we are still going to play in the World Cup uh, come June as the, 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 the group stages have been released there. So maybe they might raise their hands and the coach should, should come out may decide otherwise. So we'll be playing against the likes of Sri Lanka. Uh, we'll, the game will, uh, the World Cup will start on the 1st of June up, against, up until the 29th of June. Mm-hmm. Sri Lanka will be the first opponent. Then there's still uh, Bangladesh as well. And then Netherlands this, as well as Nepal. Nepal. So, so Nepal is also there as well yes. uh, as part of the so, teams there. In Group D, most definitely mm. in Group D. So with the other groups, there's India in Group A, Pakistan against Pakistan, Ireland, Canada, as well as United States of America. And then in Group B, we've got England, Australia, Namibia, Scotland, as well as Oman. And in the other group, that is Group C, there's New Zealand, West Indies, Afghanistan, Uganda, as well as the Papua New Guinea. So you can see that the majority of those groups are groups of death. So yeah, the countries will definitely 
try to and bring that the experience that they received during the, the Cricket World Cup mm-hmm. into this wonderful T20 World Cup that is taking place in June. I think as from next week, we'll try and do a countdown, you and I and the listeners as well. Yeah. I wanted to do that. Uh, but also, as history would uh, tell us, uh, the Dutch, uh, they are not ones to really in any way be undermined where uh, this is concerned. Because in 2022, uh, we saw them uh, just thrashing us as the Proteus, where this particular tournament is concerned. What are you reading in terms of these particular teams that we've been uh, teamed up with, especially an interesting group, that Group D? Uh, I think they want to redeem themselves as an event. Remember, they performed poorly during the, the, the Cricket World Cup. The, the cricket, OGI, yeah. So, yes, I think they want to redeem themselves. I, I, I do agree with your point there. So, and they are also rotating our group. So, we must just do well, work hard. Because I remember in this wonderful World Cup that we just played recently there. So, mm. those teams, I think, we did well against them. Just only New Zealand, I, I should say uh, Australia, as well as uh, India, the host, whom traveled us so but with the other opponent we should do better so those players i think they will be recalled and uh, i think this also wonderful uh way will give them the, the the confidence to do well and then let's see with the other anchor players that have been invited to go and play in new zealand they must just raise their hands so that the coach can try can try different combinations going into the world cup in june so it looks interesting up to so far mm, yeah no i uh, will do a, a usual countdown uh 2024 mm. is proving to be an interesting year already when you look at the games and we're hoping of course that all of our national teams will do us proud there on international stages i want us to move quickly mudiba to rugby and look at the united rugby championship results and those fixtures we know very well that this is also one of those weekends where we can expect a busy weekend in terms of the games especially where rugby is concerned and really the results as well how they will then tend to affect the law Standings. Let's talk rugby. Most definitely. Remember that before we went off air, so we spoke about the Investor Cup. So the cup that includes eight teams from England as well as eight teams from France and some of the eight teams as well that are participating in the United Rugby Championships, that is simply the URC. So they've been playing and then also uh, we do have fixtures ahead of this wonderful weekend. Today, there's no not Amtik there will play against the Payon there at 10 o'clock in the evening and then tomorrow as well and the Lyon will host the, the Connacht, the very own Connacht from the URC from the pool one match there at three o'clock in the afternoon and then followed by Exeter Chiefs up against the, the Tusco Warriors the thing I think they're playing concurrently as well at three o'clock the, the pool three match there then there's also Bristol uh, Bears there up against the Buddha Compos at quarter past five and then there's Tolon up against the uh, very own Musta from the USC the pool three match at quarter past five as well and then the DHL Stomas as well will host the St. Sharks uh, which is a pool four match at half past seven and then there's also Mr. Rugby there up against the Lady France Francois there at half past seven the pool four match and then there's Cadiz Rugby from our own uh, URC there up against Harley Queens there at, from, at pool two match there at ten o'clock and then also the Ulster uh, at ten o'clock against Toulouse the pool two match there so on Sunday we do have one match there that's the Bath Rugby up against the Racing 92 that is very Siakonis' team there then the Rochelle the defending champions will host the Lista Tigers so let's, uh, with Bordeaux Eagles uh, up against the Saracens at half past seven all the three matches are playing uh, on Sunday so it's going to be interesting because I also see the Lista the Lista are rooted top in their pool there pool four so, by the way, uh, Jacqueline Abera, our very own coach, is in that team. So, you can see that his experience from the national team is really playing play, 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 play. at the, the new there. So, 
uh, let's see if they'll continue doing well because they are rooted to uh, top, top of that particular pool four. In pool three, we still have the some teams. Uh, so in that pool four, uh, La Roche and the defending champions are not doing well as, far, as well as the stomach. They need to pull up their socks going into this wonderful matches. I think points will be critical for them. So in pool two, we do have Toulouse at top with 10 points alongside Bath at number two. And uh, in pool one there we've got the, the Podiaks there on 10 points and then followed by the Lyon on seven points. So points will be at stake. So with the bonus point if the team teams are to score more than four, four, four tries. So it's going to be interesting. We can let's see how they'll pan up. Yeah, no, it's going to be an interesting one, especially when you look at uh, the fact that uh, all of these pools and everything else, the log will be an interesting one. It's, it's the beginning of the year, uh, Mudiba, and most of these teams would want to uh, position themselves, especially where the championship is concerned. Most definitely. I think also bearing in mind that they're still going to play in the URC United Rugby Championship, but it will resume on the 27th. I think in the this coming week as well as next week, so Investec uh, Cup will definitely progress. So uh, teams will must just try and grab as many points as possible so that when they resume again, they, they don't have pressure as far as that those matches as well as the congestion of fixtures that will be taking place. I want us to then move Mudiba to tennis and look at the Australian Open. We know very well that it's kick-starting on Monday. So give us a sense of what we can expect where this Open is concerned. I'll start with the main fight because yeah. uh, most of the time whenever I, I focus on tennis, I look at in the, into the top 10 of the rankings where we've got uh, Avil on Novak Djokovic. Yes, we always made a joke that we never speak tennis without Novak Djokovic, yes. Alcaraz, Daniel Medvedev, Yannick Sina. Andre Rublev at number five, Alexandra Zverev at number six, Stefano Tsitsipas at number seven, Holger Rune at number eight, Herbert Rukacs at number nine, as well as Alex Dinomino at number ten. And then you go to the women's side, there's Iguasai Tech, there's Arina Sabalenka, there's Elina Rabakaina at number three, there's Coco Goff at number four, there's Petesita Pegula there at number five, we do have Onsiapia there at number six, then Maketa Fandrosova there at number seven, there's Maria Sakari at number eight, then Papra. Kriti Kova there at number nine and Beatrice Haddad there at number 10. So uh, in terms of the fixtures, because uh, some of the uh, tennis players, they, they, they are still awaiting for the playoffs to, to progress through today to complete so that they do know who their really opponents are. But in some of the players that they got their oppositions via the draws, we saw Carlos Alcaraz, though he will be playing against Richard Gasquet there of France. And then there's Albert Ramos of Vinolas there up against Kaspar Ruth. So there's Alex Verev there up against Dominique Kipkupta there of Germany there. Then we've got Herbert Tukax there who's still awaiting a qualifier of the of those qualifications that are taking place this current week. Then also Daniel Medvedev still awaiting the qualifier. And hopefully during the course of the day you will know his real opponent. Then there's Holger Rune up against Yoshihito Neshuoka there of Japan. There's Andrew Duplev also. He will play against Thiago Seiboth there of Brazil. Then there's Yannick Sina up against Botik van de Zanskart there. And then there's Stefano Tsitsipas. Uh, the last year, Sarana Sapo, as he lost to the uh, Novak Djokovic. Novak Djokovic currently is the defending champion of, of this wonderful tournament. So he will play against Matteo Baratel there. And there's uh, Novak Djokovic who's still waiting for the qualifier as well. So Alex Diminao, he will play Milos Raonic. So it's going to be a lovely weekend from the men's side. And if you go to the women's side, you find yeah. that Igor Saitek, yes, he will play against Sofia Kenin of uh, USA, who once won it in 2020. There. He is our very own number one in, as far as the women's are 
concerned of these wonderful ratings. Then there's Elena Rabakaina there, uh, up against Carolina Piscova there. There's Arina Sabalenka, who's still awaiting the qualifier. Then there's Coco Goff, who will host Anna Carolina. Uh, there's Naomi Osaka up against Carolina Garcia there. Then Makata Sandrosova, she's still awaiting the, the qualifier as well, alongside Jessica Pegula on Shabia as well. And with Barbara Kregin, over there, she will play against my Hotama there. So, and the Linda, uh, there up against our own Hadad Maya there of Brazil, who's whom she's still attending the, uh, on the ranking. So, it's going to be an interesting weekend when I come back as well. I'll bring the results and look ahead to more fixtures as the Australian Open is here. Let's see if yeah. the uh, Novak Djokovic will, will be able to defend this title or Carlos Alcaraz this time around. They will have other ideas. I'm looking into the women's side, the bigger side tech. Coco Goff, Arina Sabalenka, as well as Elena Rabakina. These four teams, one of them always grab either French Open, Roland Garros, as well as Wimbledon. So it's going to be interesting weekend. I can't wait as well. Yeah, and also just before we wrap it up, Mudiba, in terms mm. of the year 2024, what do you think would make up or which, in terms of the sporting code, would give us the best? I mean, last year, we're talking about rugby as the one that carried us. It even gave us a public mm. holiday there on the 15th of December. So when you look at the year 2024 in, in the sporting fraternity, what, what can we say we can expect to be the biggest of them all? to shape the discourse where 2024 is concerned? So far, not so many World Cups, but uh, I'm anticipating Bafana Bafana to do well. So because uh, uh, the same rugby that we spoke about, they set the standard there. So cricket as well, there's still World Cup. We have to improve from that ODI that we failed when we lost in the semifinals against Australia. So if we are to win one of these wonderful sporting codes, cricket or AFCON, I think there may be Ramaphosa can decide otherwise once again. So yeah, let's wait and see. <laughs> it's good luck to them. <laughs> are you holding your breath? I mean, this is uh, an election here, uh, so maybe uh, we can expect elements of surprises here uh, when you look at uh, the games. But uh, I mean, the year twenty twenty three uh, was not a bad year uh, where the games are mm-hmm. concerned, and and we sailed through uh, in terms of what we saw come out of various sporting codes and with Afcon. I think it, it's also an indication that uh, we're starting the year 2024 a little big here uh, so we'll wait and see how things then tend to uh, pan out in this particular regard uh, but then I'll, i would advise people to stay tuned right to uh, uh, us between one o'clock and two o'clock every friday because uh, we tend to really get the best out of uh, what is happening in the games and what uh, would then, mm. uh, be on offer this weekend what uh, what is it that we can anticipate in this weekend, uh, as I spoke about the fixtures of rugby, yeah. and then also from the tennis, uh, if I can wrap up there, Rafael Nadal, uh, he won't be able to progress to participate in this wonderful Australian Open mm. as he's got an injury, so it's 37 years of age. So as he once want said to me, I remember last year, that uh, why is uh, Novak Djokovic always injury-free? And the, yeah. the difference between them, they are separated by months. So I think when I did some research, I realized that he, he's doing some exercises and he's taking care of himself when it comes to having a balanced diet so it's so good for him i think but it's, it's, a, it's a setback of some sort uh, when you look mm, at mm, mm. how then uh, the hopes have been dashed in terms of him then uh, you know more or less coming out uh, victorious here where the open is, is concerned do, do we know the extent or nature of this particular uh, injury 
I think it has to do with age. As we also mm. once said that when a person is injured, it's an injury prone. So age is catching up with him there. So he just needs to do more exercises. Yeah, they, they, they said he had a hip, a hip injury about 12 mm, months mm, ago. Mm. And now there's another one that has surfaced now, uh, meaning that it's, yeah, it's not going to, it's all not a, a lovely start uh, to the year uh, for Rafael Nadal. Most definitely, and if you can check, he's only 22 grand slams and Novak Djokovic on 25. So Novak Djokovic is busy winning tournaments, so he's stretching that lead. He's broken his record there, so mm-hmm. I think he might have been uh, disappointed with that. So, uh, so he's got so many missed opportunities. He also missed the, the French Open, the Wimbledon. So it seems as if he might call it decrease going forward in terms of retirement. It's going to be at least wait and see. Gonna be an interesting one, and from the cricket side, Henrik Larsson also announced his retirement. We forgot to touch that during oh, our time yeah. on cricket. Yes, so as a thirty-two years of age, so I think uh, I'm, 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 I just, I'm just curious if he will be able to participate in the ODI mm. as well as the G20. When when they said the test, so I meant maybe they meant only the test, not the ODI. Mm. So that's it's important. the player for me done tremendously well and I also saw him during this wonderful uh, match where they played in the SA Petro today so he did well for the first for his team the uh, uh, the Deben what you call Deben uh, City so let's see but it's good luck to him going forward yeah I know Mudiba a lovely way to start the year and thank you very much man uh, for coming back and for always giving us the best of you where uh, the games are concerned I mean we touched on almost all of the sporting codes uh, in the year 2023 and we're hoping that in 2024 we go deeper uh, we go into Africa as well and we look at uh, you know reflect on EPL uh, spend too much time there uh, so uh, let's just wait and see what the year uh, 2024 uh, you know presents or will bring uh, you know for us uh, but thank you very much man for always coming through and for giving us uh, your time let's touch base again bright and early uh, for the uh, yeah second installment of a uh, sports rep for the year 2024 here yeah. <laughs> uh, in in the coming week uh, enjoy the rest of your weekend most definitely and to the listeners they might just keep watching keep listening as well so uh, with this time in style uh, there are so many to, to look forward to mm. even this wonderful weekend more sporting calls to come there's still motor racing uh, coming the yes. coming month uh, of February uh, our very own proteas will be playing as well there's a lot the sporting calls that are coming up so they must just uh, stay tuned to Power FM at 8.7 they won't be bought so this was Sports Rep by Mutiba Johannes Peter and DJ Rep and the very good morning to you, Katako, and the team. Yeah, no, we'll, we'll be sure to switch things up and ensure that we really <laughs> uh, give the listeners the best of ourselves uh, this year as well. Uh, but yeah, do take care of yourself. Let's touch base uh, just soon. And, and yeah, we'll talk, Mudiba. No problem at all. It's a travel like a little boot. Peter coming through there as our guest. You know very well that we do it with him every Friday. That's our feature where we go into the sports. Very strategic is this feature because we tend to reflect on what came out of the past weekend. We go into the week. There's always or there are always games playing midweek. We look at those. We throw forward as well to the weekend in terms of what we can expect and how 
how one can position themselves uh, to get the best out of the weekend uh, with this being uh, the Friday installment of uh, the show. I want us to break a bit. When we come back, we'll go into uh, the last hour of uh, the show. And yeah, uh, there's a lot uh, to talk about. Uh, we have a guest who's coming through, uh, joining us in studio. And this is where uh, we'll put a think premiere uh, or think near <laughs> under the spotlight uh, this morning with Bohosi Mutewa, who will join us between now, 2 o'clock and 2.30. You've been listening to a Power 98.7 podcast. For more podcasts, visit power987.co.za or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.